0: Welcome to the Doctrine Matters Podcast, where we seek to equip the church to understand and live out its faith. I'm your host, Stephen Dew. I'm the preaching pastor at South Carraway Baptist Church in Jonesboro, Arkansas. We want to thank you for joining us today, and let's get right to today's episode. Salve Deo Gloria. Well, do you have the election hangover like many Americans do this morning? If you stayed up late to try to see who was going to be the clear winner in this year's election, then you know you probably either have been up all night and still haven't gone to sleep, or you went to bed really late with no winner decided, and as of recording of this podcast on Wednesday morning, the day after election, we still don't have a winner. And that's Okay. I know that many of us, even, uh, even Christians, want to know who the winner of this election is going to be. Many of you Christians have cast your vote for your candidate that you would like to see win, and that's okay too. But what do we do in the meantime? What do we even do if our candidate doesn't win? We talked about the sovereignty of God in this crazy election cycle on the past episode. Now we are in even more crazy times. I, I think 2020 is Absolutely one for the record books. I mean, there's been so much going on. One of the things that you can say over the past 24 to 48 hours is the talk of COVID-19 has dramatically reduced as all eyes have been on the election. Meanwhile... Uh, COVID-19 supposedly is just running rampant in our country, but <laughs> even now, we everybody has turned their attention off of, really, the, dis- the unrest in the streets. They've turned their eyes off of COVID-19, and all eyes are focused on this election. So what do we do? What do we do as Christians? What if our candidate wins? Then we act like Christians. What if our candidate loses? Then we act like Christians. We, we can't go out and be rude and obnoxious and frustrating individuals simply because our candidate lost, and we can't go out and be rude and obnoxious if our candidate wins. Uh, there are people that do this every single day, and for the life of a Christian, this should not be anything that we remotely think about, regardless of how this election shakes out. Many of you have probably seen that many cities across America have boarded up all the businesses. They've shut everything down, and it's not because of COVID. It's because of what may happen as a result of this election. Friends, that is a very difficult thing to try to comprehend and wrap our minds around. When we think about businesses boarding up, these are the things you do for hurricanes if you live on the coast of America, where hurricanes are likely to come as... <laughs> Oh, poor Louisiana, and they've seen over the, the past several months that hurricanes come there and they board up. But we are boarding up buildings and businesses because of an election, because the depravity of man will show depending on who wins the election. Now, we're here wondering who's going to win it. We still don't know. A matter of fact, I have it on the news right now behind me, and all they're saying is we won't know for quite some time now. That could be today maybe we'll have a better picture they're saying that could be a week from now it just depends on if Pennsylvania is needed to swing this thing one way or the other there I know there are some uh, ways to get there without Pennsylvania but it looks like it's going to come down well it is coming down to the wire who knows how long this will last um, we live in America 2020. There's no telling what's gonna happen with this thing. There's already talk of lawsuits and contesting the victory for both candidates. Both candidates said they're not giving in and conceding at this point. So we just have a great mess on our hands when it comes to who our next president will be. Now, as I mentioned, we talked about the sovereignty of God and the sovereignty of God is going to allow this thing to play out according to his purposes and his will. He is going to either allow... Evil to reign and and w- he won't hold back from that, uh, or, or he will allow us to be able to prosper. I, I mean, I don't want to sound like a prosperity teacher, but either way you go, you're lucky that you have fallen men trying to lead a country. So, what does that mean for us? I keep asking the question, what does it mean? Obviously, I I mean that we don't be rude, condescending jerks to our friends and neighbors and Facebook friends. We accept the. Results of this election whether our candidate wins or not and we continue to move forward But ultimately, what does this mean for every single believer? Listening for every even believer on this earth that lives in America. What does it mean for believers? Well, I happen to Think that we should look to the Bible. We should not look to men Sadly enough, there are many people in our world today that are trusting in men They're trusting in other things. They're trusting and putting their hope and faith in mere men that are fallen, depraved, and wicked. So this means that many people are putting their faith and hope and trust into one of these men who one will become president and the other will not. So for a believer, we even have believers that are doing this. Okay, there are even believers that are putting their hope in mortal man. Listen to what Psalm chapter 146 verse 3 says. Put not your trust in princes, in a son of man, in whom there is no salvation. The only faith that we should have should be in Christ Jesus, and that is because he brings forth salvation to those who repent and believe on his name, believe in the good news that he is come to this earth, lived a sinless life. He died, was buried, and rose again on our behalf as sinners. So we should believe the gospel. We should put our faith in Christ. However, there are people putting their faith in princes, in mere mortal man, some other translations say. This is not something that we should be doing. It's it's unfortunate to me that we promote a love for country Greater than our love for God and our faith in Christ We we promote a Patriotic love for the United States of America and we put our faith and hope into a candidate That cannot save you Listen This candidate whoever wins this election cannot stop the judgment of God if it comes upon America The candidate that wins this election cannot save your soul You cannot trust in a man enough and align with him enough and and just promote your allegiance to him enough, thinking that he is going to save you and fix everything that's wrong in this country. No, we have to put our faith in Christ Jesus and put our hope and trust in him, the one who came, the one who died, buried, rose again, and he's coming back again. So what should we do as Christians, as believers? We should trust God. We should put, place our faith in Christ, accept this outcome no matter what. Listen to Isaiah chapter 2, verse 22. It says, Stop regarding man in whose nostril is breath, for of what account is he? Man, that's pretty strong language because we are putting our faith in mere man. Listen to what the CSB says, the Christian Standard Version of this. Isaiah chapter two, verse 22 says, put no more trust in a mere human who has only the breath in his nostrils. What is he really worth? I think the CSB does a great way to help us understand this text a little more. Put no more trust in a mere human. Put no more trust in Joe Biden. Put no more trust in Donald Trump. Put no more trust in mere man who has only the breath in his nostrils. What is he really worth? Yes, these these men may be worth a ton of money, but money is fleeting, it's fading, it will go away. Money, just because somebody else has tons of money, that doesn't mean they'll save you. Just because somebody else wins this presidency, that doesn't mean they can save you. God is in complete control of all things and we've talked about the judgment on America. If he chooses to judge America for the wickedness that is in it, then so be it. It doesn't matter if Donald Trump is sitting there and it doesn't matter if Joe Biden's sitting there. He will judge if he chooses to judge this wicked nation and there's nothing, no president can do about it. Let's look at a couple of other scriptures as we talk about this and our response as believers, regardless of who wins this, this seat. Look at Psalm 28, verse seven. The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts and I am helped. My heart exults and with my song I give thanks to him. Listen, this doesn't say Joe Biden or Donald Trump is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts and I am helped. My heart exalts and with my song, I give thanks to Joe Biden. I give thanks to Donald Trump. This is not what it says. The Lord is our strength and our shield. In him, our heart should trust. Psalm 62, verse eight. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Now, this is a beautiful passage of scripture. If you are feeling stressed, if you are freaking out just a little bit, and you don't know, uh, you're, you're chewing all your fingernails off, and you're just wondering who's going to be our next president, you, you should run to this text. Trust in him, O oh people. Pour out your heart before him. Give him that stress, give him that anxiety, give him that frustration, give him that whatever you are holding on to during this election time. And listen, it doesn't even have to be something you're holding on to, stressing or worrying about during the election time. It could be something else that is in your life right now that you're dealing with, that you're struggling with, that you're holding on to. It could be a grudge. It could be somebody that's lying against you. It could be somebody that's doing all sorts of things. And it could be a, a, a suffering For righteousness' sake. It could be all of these things or one of these things. Regardless, trust in the Lord, O people. Pour out your heart before him. Let him know what you're struggling with, what you're stressing over, what you're worried about. Give that to him because the Bible teaches us here in this passage, Psalm 62, 8, that God is a refuge for us. Now, that is extremely encouraging when we know that God is our refuge it's a, a place of shelter, protection, safety, security. He, he, he is there for us, to comfort us, to care for us, to love us, to give us hope, to bring us peace, not for us to stay worried and stay stressed, and, and, and especially about this election. Listen, again, I, want, I know I may sound like a broken record here, but Joe Biden is not your refuge. Donald Trump is not your refuge, It is God who is a refuge for us, his people. So let's run to him. You can have peace in the midst of this election. So what if this country goes into a socialist way of thinking and doing things? I care about that. I really do. But at the end of the day, God is going to do what God is going to do according to his purpose and his perfect will. So I want to trust in him. So if I'm going to have to endure uh, this thing on earth, if this happens, then I'm going to have to endure it for the glory of God. I can't sulk about it. I can't uh, just go off the rails on people about it. But I have to trust in God and rest in his comfort and run to him because he is our shelter, our hiding place, our dwelling place. So don't get caught up in this presidential candidate being a place of refuge or your savior run to christ it is christ who we can find rest in who we can find joy in our salvation not joy in this election because if you're looking for joy in this election you will not find it there is no joy to be had here there's only joy that is found in christ alone and for the glory of god alone let's see what else we can come up with here Psalm 20, verse seven. I love this one, too. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, some in Joe Biden, some in Donald Trump. It doesn't say this. I don't want to be accused of adding to the word of God. I think we can apply those things here, so uh, don't send me an email, please, saying that I have added to the word of God, which is sinful, but I think we can take this and, and put it in today's terms and say some trust in Joe Biden, some trust in Donald Trump, Some trust in the third party, some trust in the political system, some trust in the government, but we, believers, trust in the name of the Lord our God. That is where our trust should be, not in anything else, not in systems, man-made things, or people, but in the God that we love and trust and know We should not remove our hope from him and put it to something else for a time time being, such as the election. We should remain faithful to God. We should cling to him, continue putting our hope and our trust and our faith in him, not in anything else. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 26, verse four. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock. There it is, we don't just look to God until we have a political season on our hands. We don't just hope in the Lord until we have a presidential election. We put our hope in God forever as believers, regardless of how this shakes out, regardless of who is going to be president. We forever place our hope in the Lord, and we trust him. Let's look at Psalm fifty-six, three. Some of you right now may be afraid. Some of you may be Upset and worried and scared about what's going to happen what the future of america looks like but rest in psalm 56 3 This is beautiful. This is one of the passages of scripture that my parents taught me growing up. I was it, it's so scared of storms The wind could barely blow on a sunny day And I was freaking out thinking that it was blowing in a storm and I would be under the covers I'd be scared to death. I'd go inside. I'd run off the baseball field man. I was scared of storms. Some of you may be scared of this political season. Some of you may be scared of who's going to be president, whether that be Donald Trump or Joe Biden. You may be literally afraid of what is going to happen as a result. Psalm 56 3 should bring us much comfort. It says, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Now, we're all fearful. Fear is a, a normal part of life. But if we are believers, then God knows us. We know Him through Christ. We can turn to him in our most fearful moments, the times that we are most afraid, and we can trust in him. This is the theme of this episode today is putting our trust and our hope and our faith in the Lord and not man, not a political system. So whenever you're afraid, if you're worried, if you're afraid of what's gonna happen, trust the Lord. Let's look at Psalm 3210 now. Many are the sorrows of the wicked. But steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Now, if we take that word wicked, that does not sound like a place that we would want to be as believers. As a matter of fact, that sounds terrible to be in the midst of wicked and have many sorrows as a result of wickedness and being wicked. But look at what this verse says. It says, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. That sounds much better than being surrounded by sorrows amidst, amidst the wickedness. So if we trust in the Lord, there is a steadfast love that surrounds us, that accompany, that is accompanied by peace and joy and patience and goodness and self-control. The fruit of the Spirit comes from resting in, in, in God and who he is and loving him and trusting him, and we're surrounded by his great love. We cannot be loved greatly by a politician. He can say he loves us to get a selfish gain, but the Lord God loves you forever for those that have repented of sin and trusted in Christ. And if you trust in him, he will surround you with that steadfast love. Proverbs chapter 3. I'll just go through a couple more scriptures here and then we'll call it an episode. Proverbs chapter three, verses five and six, this is going to sound familiar to many of you. It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and do not lead on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. We can try to figure out the electoral college, we can try to figure out the way people are voting, we can try to figure out all things about this election, and we can lean on our own understanding to do so. However, the Bible is clear that for us that believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, that are saved by grace through faith, that we should trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Not just part of it, not just some of it, but we trust in the Lord with all of our heart and do not lean on our own understanding. Let's not lean on trying to figure out the mindset of voters. Let's not lean on trying to figure out the electoral college. Let's not lean on trying to figure out whether there is voter fraud or some way to uh, move Joe Biden into the presidency above Donald Trump in an illegal way or 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 a sneaky way. Let's not lean on trying to understand all of these things. Let's just lean on the Lord. Trust in him. Let's get in the word. Let's read the word. Let's study the word. And let's acknowledge him in everything that we do, and he will make your paths straight. Listen to this one. I love Psalm chapter 112, verse seven. This is a beautiful passage of scripture. They all are. But listen to this. This is very timely in our time of wonder right now, in our time of frustration, in our time of seeking. Psalm 112, verse seven says, He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. Listen, some po- so At some point, whether that be today or a week from now or weeks from now, what, whatever happens with the legal system and the, the lawsuits and things that are coming from this, regardless of when the news is released, it's going to be bad news for some. We've seen uh, now the popular vote uh, looks like it's 69,551,000 roughly for Joe Biden and 67,000. Forty-one and some odd votes for Donald Trump. So we're we're right there neck and neck in the popular vote, which means that everybody that voted, we're kind of split right down the middle. The country is divided. So somebody, when the next president of the United States is announced, is going to have uh, some bad news to endure. If your candidate loses, obviously that's going to be bad news for you, and you're not going to want to hear that news. But listen again to Psalm one twelve seven. If you're a believer, this is very important. He is not afraid of bad news, so if your candidate loses, then you should not be afraid of that bad news. You should not be afraid of what may happen in the coming days as a result of who wins the election. Why? Because your heart should be firm, trusting in the Lord. That is where you should be. That is where your life should be, trusting in the Lord, not man, not chariots, not horses, not governments, not anything other than the Lord himself. And I'm gonna read this last one today on this episode and then we're gonna call it a day and I'm gonna hope that you find your strength in the Lord and and submit yourself to him and his word and not this government, not Fox News, not CNN, not all of these things. But the last scripture I wanna bring to you today is Psalm 118, verse eight. And this is kind of summing up everything in a very small amount of words. It says, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man Let that sink in there for a minute It is better to take refuge in the Lord Than to trust in man Listen If you're a believer you know this That people will fail you Your candidate for president If your candidate wins He will fail you He will do things and say things That will make you shake your head You, you will say what in the world Is he saying what is he doing He's going to fail you People are fallible. People are finite. We have a fallen sin nature. There is depravity in this world due to original sin. But we can not fixate on the fallenness and brokenness of this world and not fixate on fallen men in hopes that they could save us and, and, and help us in our time of need. And we can put our faith in the Lord. We can trust in the Lord. We can take refuge in the Lord because it's better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. If you're trusting in man, then you're essentially turning your back on the Lord and saying that he's not good enough, that he is not going to sustain you through all things. And you're basically giving your life over to the world. You're you're basically saying, I'd rather live in this world when God has clearly told us through his word that he has called believers out of this world. Yes, we live in it, but we don't hold hands and love the world, as John tells us in 1 John. We don't love the things of the world, the godless things, the sinful things, the, the corruption of this world. We don't turn to men and systems. We turn to the Lord and trust in him and not man. So if you're struggling on this day after election, it is now instead of election day, it looks like it's gonna be election weeks uh, or election week at the least because we are now on day two of election day. So a lot of things gonna shake out, a lot of things gonna play out, a lot of things that are gonna happen and be said that you don't agree with, that you don't like and that is okay if you're a believer. Remember, stay faithful, stay true to the Lord, take refuge in him, not the government, not your candidate, and if you're worried, if you're afraid, give that over to the Lord today, but please move on giving God glory today. Don't be stuck wondering what's gonna happen because let me be clear again as we end our time together that God knows all that's gonna happen with this election. He knows the beginning from the end of all things, and part of that is the in-between, which is where we are now from the beginning of creation until Jesus comes back. He knows everything that's gonna happen in between those times, and this day right now, on November 4th, he knows exactly how this day will shape out. He knows exactly who will be president whenever they announce it, so let's trust him. Let's keep moving forward today for the glory of God. Let's not get bogged down in mere worldly things that bring us no hope, that bring us nothing but sinfulness and at times destruction. But if you're a believer, put your hope in the Lord. Have a great rest of your day as you watch the news like many of us do, but smile at it, nod at it, and ultimately trust the Lord in all things because he knows what he's doing. Rest in that today. Have a great rest of your day and rest of your week. God bless.